Hey there, birth nerd. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. My name is Kylie Banks, and I am totally obsessed with birth and equally obsessed with business. And this is the show where I help women turn their passion for birth into a sustainable, profitable, and most importantly, impactful career. All right, let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back to the Birth Worker Podcast. It is episode 83. Uh, I'm your host, Kylie. It is super great to be back. I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I am just getting over a really long and annoying sickness. Uh, I think it was hand, foot, and mouth because one of my daughter's cousins had a hand, foot, and mouth uh, after our cruise, and we were with them on the cruise. But I had to skip a few episodes because I was just so sick And you could tell it in my voice, and even still, it's like hard to catch my breath. So uh, I uh, apologize in advance for the sound quality of this video, but I just could not wait any longer. I needed to put out a new episode for my sanity, and I didn't want you guys waiting any longer. So I am back from my sickness. I am in my new house, as you know, and I am super excited to be here and recording an episode for you guys. So we're going to jump right back in to a 3 and 15 episode. Super excited to be doing this episode and answering your questions again because it feels like it has been so long since I have done an episode like at all. So super excited to be here. Thank you for uh, understanding the, the break that I had and let's get right into it. Okay, the very first question is, Kylie, what is your process for coming up with a business name? Okay, this is something I teach in depth inside Birthworker Academy and another one of my uh, business courses because it's a it's one of the first things that we have to decide, right? Like uh, fonts, colors, logo, business name, all of that stuff. It's really important, not going to lie, but it is something that a lot of people spend way too much time thinking about and they almost let it paralyze them and keep them stuck and that's not what I want to happen for you. So the first thing that I want to say is that uh, you can change, you can pretty much change like your working business name. So you could set up your LLC, like literally as your name, like Kylie Banks LLC, and you could have different business names and you could have your business name like shift throughout the year and just file something called doing business as. So that's a possibility. And knowing that that's a possibility, I want you to say, I'm not going to let myself get stuck here Uh, trying to make this decision, I want you to just make it and move forward. And a good example of that is the Autonomy Mommy LLC is my business name, but you'll now know that like the majority of my working business is under, is just like birthworker.com, right? So birthworker.com, the Birthworker Podcast, Birthworker Academy, like all of these birthworker things. Um, But that's okay. My LLC is still the Autonomy Mommy LLC and it works. So I want you to know that it is possible to change and pivot, so don't let that hold you back. The biggest thing that I want want you to take away from this episode, uh, and again, I teach this really in depth inside our doula training program, Birthworker Academy. The, The number one thing that I want you to think, though, is can you imagine yourself still identifying with that name five to 10 years from now? Can you imagine yourself identifying with that name five to 10 years from now? Because what I don't want to happen is for you to like pigeonhole yourself with your name um, for then maybe like you move or you pivot or you change niches. Like for instance, if your business name is like Greenville Home Birth Birth Doula or something like that, then I have to ask you what happens if you move away from Greenville? 
What happens if you no longer do home birth clients? What happens if you no longer go to births in person, right? And so I would much rather you choose a business name like Kylie Banks LLC than something like Greenville Home Birth Birth Doula for a business name. So I actually am very glad that I chose my business name to be The Autonomy Mommy because honestly, it has nothing to do with birth, has nothing to do with being a doula, but it could shift in so many ways as I grow. So like, yes, that's my doula business. Yes, it's also my education business. But hey, maybe in the future, that's like a homesteading business or a homeschooling business or just a coaching business in general, right? So very, very glad I picked the autonomy mommy and not something that was like Southwest Florida birth doula, which I almost chose and I'm very glad I didn't. (laughs) So that's my biggest tip when it comes to uh, coming up with a business name. Question number two today is, would you risk losing your certification that allows you to accept insurance to stand behind your beliefs surrounding birth? 100%, zero questions asked, 100%, no hesitation. I would absolutely give up a certification to stand firm in my beliefs surrounding birth. Um, And just so we're clear... I never followed through with getting certified as a birth doula. Um, I did my training. I did many trainings, actually, but I never went through with certification for this reason exactly, specifically. Um, I just want to let you know that my whole brand, my whole vibe is like mom doing whatever the F she wants. Uh, And I didn't think that me aligning with the certification body that I had trained with would would. stand in that like it would not be authentic and so 100% I would absolutely give up a certification even if it allows me to accept insurance I would give up a certification to stand behind my beliefs and I don't want your fear to be losing the ability to accept insurance because that doesn't need to be a fear right so I'm at a point in my business where my business makes enough money where if I want to give someone a free free birth uh, first birth doula support, I can easily do it. If I want to coach someone for free, I can easily do it. If I want to give someone one of my courses for free, I can do it. If I want to give someone a hundred percent scholarship to birth worker Academy, I can do it because the business makes enough money through other means. And so instead of clinging onto your certification, because it allows you to accept insurance, what if you just built a business that made enough money where you could give away whatever you wanted to give away? Right? That sounds a lot more authentic than holding onto a certification that goes against your your beliefs surrounding birth just so you can accept insurance. Because I'm I'm pretty sure that you want to accept insurance not because you love insurance companies, but because you want to give people uh, a way to to afford your support. There's other ways we can do that. Um, And a lot of times that looks like adding more passive offers like virtual birth support, online courses, things like that, um, because those aren't, you're not limited to the amount of people you can serve. So for instance, me at my height of my doula business, like I, I only wanted to see three people in person per month, three people, three births in one month. That was enough for me. That was a lot. But that capped my income at like $4,500 per month, which is not enough if I wanted to then go, you know, discount or give give uh, scholarships or anything like that, right? But if you're selling virtual support or even better, if you're selling like an online birth course or something like that, 
you could have 100 sales in one month. There's no limit. So if you're selling a course for $250 and you have 100 sales in one month, that's $25,000. Now you can obviously go turn around and not only give scholarships for services, but I mean, you could even, you could build a whole team that does that. You could build um, like a, a nonprofit organization that does that kind of stuff. So that's my little rant about that. Do never, do not ever see certification as a crutch and 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 give up your essentially your beliefs around birth definitely not worth not worth doing that um okay number three question number three how would you market a non-traditional offer how would you market a non-traditional offer how do i get eyes on something that they don't likely know even exists love this question this is something that we're going to be chatting about inside BYOBB, Build Your Online Birth Business Launch Edition, uh, coming up here next week. Uh, But there are different stages of a customer journey. And so we have to market to those different people at the different point that they are in their journey. And this is something I see a lot of people doing wrong. And a really great example of this that I correct with my students all the time is on the sales page on their website for doula support. A lot of times I'll see newbies come in and have like on that sales page, it says like, what is a doula? Here's what a doula does. Everybody needs a doula. And I just have to remind them that if someone's landing on this page and does not even know what a doula is, they're not going to buy your package today. So why are we putting that kind of stuff on the sales page? The sales page should be written very specifically for the person who came here ready to buy your service or your package, right? So we have to talk to the different levels of cust- of like customer awareness throughout the entire process. So one of the ways that I love doing this is using content like long form content like blogging or podcasting to do the education part, to teach people why they might need this. And then when I actually get to my sales page on my website, I'm only specifically talking to the person who's ready to sign up today. And that's one of the reasons why my conversion rates are so good is because I'm really good at, at uh, deconstructing this this whole uh, customer buyer journey process, the sales journey process, and speaking to the person at the place that they are. And so in terms of marketing a very non-traditional offer, you're probably going to have to create some content around why this is even important, what this even is, why someone would want this. And you're going to have to do it in a very strategic way that leads people into purchasing whatever you're doing. And so one of the reasons we're talking about this in BYOBB launch edition is because everyone in this program, there's over 40 women inside the program, they're going to be launching a course or launching their own coaching program. And so what I'm having them do is 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 market and and use very specific messaging different messaging every single week leading up to their launch. So for instance, like six or six to eight weeks before your launch, can we start talking to the people who don't even know they have a problem? So obviously they don't know the solution exists because they don't even know they have a problem. And then how about like, you know, four to six weeks before the launch, can we start talking to the people who understand that they have a problem, but they're not really sure there's a solution out there yet? Like they know there's a problem, they know they have a problem, but they don't know that anyone's out there that can help. And then how about two to four weeks, we talked specifically to the people who know there's a problem that they have, know that there are solutions out there, but they're still not sure like which solution they're going to actually 
go after, which course they're going to buy, which mentor they're going to hire, etc. And then by the time you get up to your actual launch, we're talking only specifically to the people who know that they have a problem, who know that there are solutions out there, and who are ready to take action and and put their money where their mouth is to buy something, to hire a mentor, to do what it is. And so that's kind of the the process that I teach, but it's just something that you need to zoom out and start thinking about because you're you're so right. Like, how do you get eyes on something if people don't even know it exists, if people don't even know that they have a problem even? So that goes back to educating your audience about why they need this sur- uh, service, and, and that can be your long-form content. Um, another thing that you can do is you can actually network with other businesses who maybe this would be perfect for. That's something that I love doing in conjunction with that long-form content. Uh, and so can you go put yourself where those people are and start doing that educating? And so, yes, it's the blog, podcast, Instagram Live, YouTube channel on your own in your own channels, in your own spaces, but can you go be a guest speaker for someone's membership? Can you go do an Instagram live with somebody else whose audience might be perfect for this, right? So find the the other spaces out there that those people are hanging out in and go start conversations in those spaces. That's going to be a really fun and, and pretty easy way to start gaining that momentum and getting that hype around the offer that you're creating even though it's something that they probably don't even know is a problem or definitely like don't even know a solution like yours exists. All right, everyone. I loved doing the three questions today. It has been a hot minute since I've recorded. So thank you for waiting patiently for me. It, the sickness was insane. Hand, foot, and mouth. Oh my gosh. My daughter got it for, well, of course we all had it, but my daughter was really sick for just like a day and a half for two days. And I swear I'm going on like two weeks now at this point. So it is just brutal. Um, But super excited to be back at it. Super excited to be teaching all of the women who jumped inside BYOBB launch edition. Uh, Again, we have, I want to say 45 people that jumped in, which is so, so exciting. So that's 45 birth workers who are launching a course or a coaching program. Some of them are launching memberships here in the coming months. So keep your eye out. I'm sure we'll be uh, shouting some of them out so you can kind of snoop and see what they're up to. But hey, if you are listening to this and you have not really started your journey into birth work yet, I just wanted to invite you to check out Birthworker Academy. Birthworker Academy is our six-month doula training program and mentorship. It is one of the most comprehensive things I've ever created, like by a long shot. <laughs> and uh, we actually just made some really cool upgrades. So for instance, for instance, when you join the Birthworker Academy, now not only are you getting access to the entire framework, like lifetime access to the entire course, all of the videos, uh, how to become a doula, how to support birth, uh, all the self-mastery, all the business, you get lifetime access to that. But before now, you would get six months of mentorship just inside a private community for all the academy women. So it would be four call, four mentorship calls per month. But starting August 1st, what we did is we actually decided to give you access to our birth worker membership at the same time. So not only are you getting access to four private calls just for the academy, the women in the academy right now, but you're getting access to four additional calls that are really business focused and a huge community of 100 
150 birth workers, all with the same goal of turning this into a sustainable career and not just having it be a side hustle. So for the women who really wanna build their legacy, they wanna have a huge impact on the global birth community, that is them, and if that is you, you will fit right in. So again, check out Birth Worker Academy. It's our six-month doula training program. It's the A to Z framework, everything you need to know to not only become an amazing doula and support births in person, but grow a wildly successful online business also, one that you can have for the next several decades, no matter what goes on in your life. And I would love to see your name come across the application. So if you have any questions, you can always just go to birthbroker.com slash academy. I'm going to throw the link for that in the show notes. And of course, you can always DM me over on Instagram at birthbrokerpodcast. I would be more than happy to have a conversation with you or even jump on a Zoom call with you and just make sure it's a good fit before you join. All right, everyone, I will see you right back here next week. Next, we are talking about social media. We'll be talking about all of the different ways to help your doula Instagram go viral and a couple reasons why it might not actually be as great as you think. So make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. And I will see you right back here next week.